Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 101. It is Friday, April 10th, 2020. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and the price is right. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. All right. Happy Friday. Happy Good Friday. And um, just want to say, wherever you're listening to this, I appreciate it. I really do appreciate it more than you will ever know. But if you could like, review, share, and uh, comment, that would be awesome. And I would be forever in your debt, and I will bring you lunch just as soon as this COVID-19 thing lifts. I probably won't, but you could still do those things, and that would be great. And also, if you're in a HIPAA-compliant business, please go to Facebook, and in the search, type in Get HIPAA Compliance, join the group, and learn about HIPAA. All right, first up, Zoom taps ex-Facebook CISO amid security snafus and lawsuit. The online video conferencing service added Alex Stamos to the team, not John Stamos, Alex Stamos to the team, and has also formed an expert advisory board to grapple with the pains of its COVID-19 growth spurt. So we did report the uh, that they would be forming these boards last week, I believe, maybe earlier this week. It's all a blur now. It is Blur's Day. As it faces a major lawsuit, Zoom is taking a significant step to bolster security and privacy efforts by recruiting, recruiting an industry heavy hitter, former Facebook CISO Alex Stamos, to provide special counsel. It has also named third-party expert security advisory teams. Popular video conferencing service is making the changes as it faces a class action lawsuit filed by one of its shareholders on Tuesday in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California. It alleges that company made materially false and misleading statements that overstated its privacy and security measures, and it claims that Zoom didn't disclose its lack of end-to-end encryption. Zoom has experienced a raft of security-related growing pains during a boom in usage amid the COVID-19 lockdown as people take work environment, school lessons, and dates with friends online. Zoom now says that it aims to clean up its issues from both the product side and by taking a high-level executive approach, Zoom founder Eric Yon said in a blog post published Wednesday. Zoom has seen tremendous growth and new use cases emerge over the past few weeks, and we are committed to ensuring that the safety, privacy, and security of our platform is worthy of the trust of all of its users, he wrote. So uh, they are, they've hired a new CISO, and they are forming these advisory councils, and so hopefully the issues that they haven't addressed, they have addressed most of the issues, but the ones they haven't addressed and any, any issues that maybe they haven't discovered yet are resolved by doing this. Um, also on threat post, Cisco critical update phishing attack steals WebEx credentials. Emails purporting to be Cisco critical security advisory are actually part of a phishing campaign trying to steal victims' WebEx credentials. An ongoing phishing campaign is reeling in victims with the recycled Cisco security advisory that warns of critical vulnerability. This campaign urges victims to update only to steal their credentials for Cisco's WebEx web conferencing platform instead. The campaign is looking to leverage the wave of remote workers who, in the midst of coronavirus pandemic, have come to rely on online conferencing tools like WebEx as well as Zoom and other platforms. With this upward spike in online meetings, compromised WebEx credentials could be a cyber criminal's golden ticket into web conference calls where sensitive files and data are shared, among other malicious activities. 
targeting users of teleconferencing brands is nothing new, said Ashley Tran with Cofence's Fishing Defense Center in Thursday analysis. But with most organizations adhering to guidelines that non-essential workers stay home, the rapid influx of remote workers is prime picking for attackers trying to spoof brands like WebEx. We anticipate there will continue to be an increase in remote work phishing in the months to come. And I've said it over and over again, they, they are 100% right. There will be an increase, a continued increase. So it's not just Zoom, it's Cisco WebEx, it's Skype, it's it's all of the, it's um, um, Slack, Microsoft Teams, all of the online collaboration tools. So we really need to um, keep an extra eye open on these things. How, if, if you're not able to keep an eye on it, then get someone who can. All right, this one is on Bleeping Computer, and I'm sharing this because I've gotten a few people asking about this today. Large email extortion campaign underway. Don't panic. A large email extortion campaign is underway telling recipients that their computer was hacked and that a video was taken through the hacked computer's webcam. The attackers then demand $1,900 in Bitcoin or the video will be sent to family and friends. Bleepy Computer has been reporting on these scams since summer of 2018 when they started to be sent by scammers. And I have reported about this scam before. Um, and But I'm sharing it again today because this week I had two different people approach me about it. Um, while many would disregard these emails, some have been so concerned that a video would leak that they have sent payments to the scammers. In the first week that these extortion emails began to be sent out, concerned recipients sent over 50,000 50, in Bitcoin to attackers. Since then, threat actors have created different types of email extortion scams, including one that pretends to be hitman contracts, bomb threats, CIA investigations, threats of installing ransomware, and just recently threats to infect a family with the coronavirus. I have not seen that one yet, but that's crazy. The one I am seeing is um, sextortion, basically. So they're saying that they've got they've they've got your history of visiting adult-oriented websites, and that they will share that information with the rest of the world if you don't pay up. So it is a scam, just delete it. Bleep a computer, over 3.6 million users installed iOS Fleeceware from Apple's App Store. Developers of Fleeceware apps are now using the Apple App Store as a distribution platform, having already successfully del delivered their iOS apps onto over 3.5 million iPhone and iPad devices, according to a report from Sophos. Apps categorized as fleeceware, as Sophos researchers dubbed them last year, don't fall in the malware and potentially unwanted app categories since they do not exhibit any malicious or potentially dangerous behavior. However, these apps are used by the developers to charge hundreds of dollars from users who are tricked into installing them for basic features commonly available for free or for a few dollars in other apps. Sophos discovered 40 such apps on Google Play's web store last year, some of them being downloaded over 100 million times and asking for annual subscriptions of up to $511 if paid weekly. To use the apps, you are required to sign up for a trial using payment info, a trial that you have to later cancel if you don't want to be charged after it ends. While many users will uninstall the app after using a couple of times, thinking that the subscription will be automatically canceled, they will still be charged unless they explicitly cancel it. It's a business model that walks a fine ethical line, but is apparently successful, Sophos malware analyst Jagadish Chandraya said. Some percentage of users will fail to cancel the trial even if they intend to do so, and the app makers earn their keep on the backs of users who forget to subscribe, unsubscribe, or ask for a refund within the short window in which they can do so. With millions of installations in some cases, even if even a small percentage of users forget to cancel their subscription, before the trial period lapses, app creators can make significant money. Uh, as Chandraya f 
found after investigating the same issue on Apple's iOS App Store, Fleeceware has also found a home in Apple's official app distribution platform. He discovered a set of 32 applications that were downloaded by iOS, iOS users approximately 3,680,000 times, with many of them being advertised as free apps instead of trials directly breaking Section 2.3.2 of the App Store Review Guidelines that require developers to accurately describe their app's functionality and licensing model. Many of these Fleeceware apps are listed among the top grossing apps. At the time of the writing, Chandraya explains, it's fair to say these apps are generating plenty of revenue for developers of which Apple keeps a 30% cut during the first year. The apps were installed after being advertised through several channels, including social media platforms, YouTube videos, and in-app ads. The users were also tricked into installing using five-star reviews on the app's app store entries supposedly planted by the developers artificially inflate their overall ratings. Here's a list of the apps. So you have Seer, App, Face, Horoscope Palm, Selfie Art, F Photo Editor, Palmistry Decoder, Lucky Life Future Seer, Life Palmistry AI Palm and Tag, PixJoy Cartoon Effect Editor, Aging Seer, Face App, Face Aging Scan AI Age Camera, Face Reader, Horoscope Secret, Chow Live Video Chat, Astro Time and Daily Horoscope, Video Recorder Reaction, Crazy Helium, Funny Face Editor, Banuba, Face filter, QR code reader, QR code reader, um, Max volume booster, face reading, forecast master 2019, M Spy light phone, family tracker, fortune scope, palm reader 2019, zodiac master plus, palm scan, wonder key, cartoon avatar maker, avatar creator, cartoon emoji, emoji cartoon avatar emojis, life insight palm and animal face, curiosity lamb, curiosity lab fun encyclopedia, quick art one tap photo editor, astro line. Astrology Horoscope, Celeb Twin, who, who you look alike, and My Replica Celebrity Like Me. And then how do you cancel uh, Fleetsware uh, subscriptions on iOS? Open the Settings tab, tap your name, then tap Subscriptions, tap the subscription you want to manage, uh, and then choose Different Subscription Option or tap Cancel Subscription. If you don't see Cancel Subscription, the subscription is already canceled and won't renew. On Android, open the Play Store, check if you signed into the correct Google account, Tap the hamburger menu icon, subscription, select a subscription you want to cancel, tap cancel subscription, and follow the instructions. On bleeping computer, phishing emails impersonate the White House and v VP Mike Pence. Phishing scammers have started to impersonate President Trump and Vice President Mike Pence. Emails that distribute malware or perform extortion scams. In phishing emails discovered by email security firm Inky, threat actors try to impersonate the White House, who is sending out coronavirus guidelines on behalf of President Trump. These emails state that they are the latest coronavirus guidelines for America and prompt the recipient to click on a link to download a document. So don't do it. When the user clicks on the link, they are brought to a web page that impersonates the White House and contains a link to download and read the full document. This link, though, would download a malicious Word document that prompts the user to enable editing and enable content to review it. Once the user enables content, malicious macros will launch that install malware onto the recipient's computer. The site pushing the malware has been has since been taken down, so it's not known what malware was being distributed in this attack. So there's good news that it's down, but something to think about before you click any links. Think before you click. 
Bleeping Computer Travelex reportedly paid $2.3 million ransom to restore operations. Travelex reportedly paid $2.3 million ransom payment to get their systems back online after being encrypted by the Sodonokibi ransomware attack. An attack this past New Year's Eve, you may remember we talked about this. An attack this past New Year's Eve, hackers deployed the Sodonokibi ransomware throughout Travelex network, causing them to shut down operations at 1,500 stores across the, the world. So Travelex... Travel X is a currency exchange um, provider as in the UK. As part of this attack, the operators behind Soto Nukibi ransomware told Bleeping Computer that they had encrypted the company's entire network, deleted backup files, and copied more than 5 gigs of personal data. This data allegedly contains DOB, data, that's date of birth, social security number, and credit card, and other information. To recover their files, the threat actors told us that they demanded a $3 million ransom and would publicly release the stolen data if ransom was not paid. At the time, the ransomware operators felt that TravelX would not pay and began to post threats on hacker forums that they would release their data if not paid. A new report by the Wall Street Journal states that they were able to confirm that TravelX paid a $2.3 million ransom to get their network back up and running. TravelX, known for its ubiquitous foreign exchange kiosks in airports and tourist sites around the world, was shut down by a computer virus that infiltrated its networks early this year. It reported... It responded by paying the hackers the equivalent of $2.3 million, according to a person familiar with the transaction, states the report. This report also aligns with information that Bleeping Computer was told when TravelX resumed operations on January 17th, and rumors began circulating that TravelX paid the ransom. At that time, Soto Nukibi told Bleeping Computer that they had received payment from TravelX, but would not specify the amount or provide any proof. Our questions to TravelX were met with a token response that they were not going to discuss this case while under investigation. There is an ongoing investigation. We have taken advice from a number of experts, and we are not going to discuss this, TravelX told, told Bleeper Computer. TravelX's attack continues to highlight the importance of transparency and a prompt notification of breaches. With ransomware operators routinely stealing sensitive data before encrypting in computers, all ransomware attacks must be treated as data breaches and notifications must be sent to those who had their information exposed. While paying the ransom may have restored TravelX's network for those who, whose data was potentially compromised, they are just stuck in limbo. And then our last bit of news for today, also on Bleeper Computer Visa, urges merchants to migrate e-commerce sites to Magento 2.x. So if you're using Magento 1.x or earlier versions of Magento, which will reach end of life in June, um... You should migrate to 2.x as soon as possible to avoid exposing their stores to mage card attacks and to remain PCI compliant. Websets, web stats site built with recurrently shows more than 179,000 live Magento installs, out of which around 53,000 are Magento 2.x online shops, with the platform powering 12% of all online shopping sites per hosting tribunal's stats. So, Get those updated. Um, if only 53,000 or 2.x, that means there's 126,000 that are not. Get them updated. That is going to do it for this episode of the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily. So until Monday, stay healthy, stay secure, and stay safe.